This, 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 this is the epicenter of audio frequency entertainment. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. Heffron and Reed. I love you, love you, love you. The Heffron and Reap Show. Yeah, everybody. Oh, yeah, baby. John Heffron, John Reap. Um, spelled differently, but mm-hmm. kind of same dude. Pretty cool dude. <laughs> just new boss. Just new boss hanging out. Uh, thank you to uh, thank you for tuning in to the Heavenry Podcast. However you're listening, uh, whatever ear you're listening to. Um, those of you who aren't seeing this on Facebook, where we normally go, uh, my head's shiny. I don't kind of. I don't have a shiny. Sh- I have a. A shiny head. Did you get your hair cut? I got it cut, and I feel like I feel like yeah. As you see, I got a little bit of stubble, uh, but I'm I'm cleanly shaven. Yeah. Um, you got notifications coming in. Uh, my hair I got done. Um, I had to go back though. I, I went to. Um, it will just stall. Why people are uh, coming to the show? Yeah, because um, we're live on Facebook, Twitter, uh, I think YouTube, and you know, so we, we want people. To populate, let them get in here. But go ahead. So your head is shiny because you got your hair cut. Yeah. So I got a cut, and and because right. So I moved here. What? How long has it been now? A little bit. I've only had my hair cut here in Michigan like twice. One like uh, side haircut during quarantine. Uh, a, a friend's wife who's uh, who cuts hair was doing it secretly out of out of their basement, even oh. though you were allowed to. That's the thing about COVID. Is people literally are, were looking around? Mm-hmm. Hey, do you got a? Right. What What are you looking for? Looking for a haircut? You know, like yeah. doing all these shady haircuts in in garages. But um, I got it done, and then I went home, and then I was looking at a like a puffy part, something that was bugging me, and then I called him and said, "Can I come back?" So I kind of felt bad oh you you went back for a second little i'm like you got him on the same day went right back i go hey and then that and then the girl felt bad i'm like no i just have really spiky like yeah like asian dude hair like my but, hair just grows straight <laughs> out wherever it comes from it's you, uh you got a little product in the front right it i got a little jimmy neutron for those who aren't watching I think at fifty, it's good. I don't know, I'm fifty. Like I can't figure out a hairstyle. I don't. Oh, know. Yeah, the hairstyles. I, I, I thought maybe the product's name was Jimmy Neutron, but no, you're saying the style. Yeah, that. now I got it. Yeah, it took me a second. Yeah, like the the. the I don't know. It's I listen. I'm happy I have, ha- I have hair at this age, right? Yeah. No, you look you look great. Uh, I can't really. I'm shiny too. I don't know if you noticed. Um, I also got my hair cut right before I left this past weekend. Uh, did shows in. Um, what the hell was I? You went uh, oh, yeah, Liberty, Cincinnati. Liberty, yeah. Ohio, which is they say Cincinnati, but it's not really. Yeah, it's just uh, in between Dayton and Cincinnati. But I, I just got my hair cut before I left. I got to take my earphones off so you can see the full effect. Because with the earphones on, you can't hang on. Is that a mu- sides? You get a mullet? Yeah, pretty much. But see, you know. I think a mullet, and this is my definition of a mullet, and I guess maybe it technically is, but a mullet needs to be really short on the top, extra party in the back. This is 
a little bit of party in the back. Definitely short on the sides. A little why bit now, why did you um by the way, it's Heffern and Reap uh tackling the tough issues going on in the world today. Oh yeah. Um Okay, so let's be all over it. So you were at Libertyville, uh, Liberty Township this this weekend. I was in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, are you? But it, before I talk about me, because uh, I'm learning to ask people about them first. <laughs> um, yes. Are yes. you? So you perform this weekend. Are you anywhere? Net like when's your next? When do you leave again? Oh. Yes, my next gig will be in Omaha, Nebraska at the Funny Bone. Hold on, listen. Efren and Reef, shameless plugs. Omaha, Nebraska, January 28, 29, and 30 at the Funny Bone, Omaha, Nebraska. Rafters shaking, biscuits baking. Heffron, when's your next gig? You know, uh, the the thing about Omaha, it's – Somewhere in Mid America, mm-hmm. and if to go, you can get your money back out the door. Omaha, Omaha. yeah, I, you know what? My little jo- you've been to Omaha, Nebraska, funny ball, I'm sure, many times. It's a great club, yeah, it is it's a great club, and it's a weird club in the sense of when the crowd comes in, you think that the, the show's not going to be good, you <laughs> in the sense of every dude has his shoe, like, has like big beards and flannel. And it just, it looks very like, oh, this is going to be. That's a, every a, one of my shows, by the way. <laughs> yeah, like, especially there. But the, 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 the I mean, I, listen, I, I have nothing but flannel. But the crowds are so, like, crazy smart. Not that if you're not, they have a beard and flannel. But you just kind of, the crowds there are amazing. You can yeah. try new stuff. You can do kind of uh, high end type stuff or what. And it's, uh, I love it. I love that club. I do too. It's in one of those little, uh, you know, those uh, fake towns that they just put in the middle of nowhere where there's all kinds of uh, outdoor shopping restaurants. Uh, they've got sometimes there's hotels and apartments right there. And it's just out in the middle of nowhere. But um, one of my favorite things to do when I go to Omaha, because they, they must hear the Peyton Manning Omaha joke all the time, right? The crowds there. Like, so I don't do the Peyton Manning one, mm-hmm. but I tell them I like to pronounce. Omaha, like an excited teenage girl who just found out she's going on a cruise for the first time. Omaha. (laughs) That's how I like to say it. Uh, Doesn't always go over well. How did uh, so this weekend you when you're at Libertyville? How um, that was the first time you were on stage in a little bit. Did you how did your act go? I love it. I've found a new thing that I'm going to start doing all the time now. Um, and it's good. It's good. It's a good practice for me to do anyway. I should have been doing this all along. Um, I will get to the club before the doors, doors open on the first night, right? So if it's a Thursday night, doors open at 7, I'll be there at like 4.30. And what I do is, or whatever the doors open, if they open at 6, I'm there yeah. at 5.30, whatever it is. Um, and I make a cheat sheet. And I literally tape it to the back of the monitor on the stage so the crowd can't see it. But if I look down, I can see it. And it kind of it kind of makes me feel secure, especially when I'm not doing shows every weekend. And um and the and the shows are great. I sold out three shows, three out of four. It was great. Um nice. Yeah, I was worried about I had uh 
I had 11 shows and I had about a thousand people a show. I'm just going to, I'm going to start getting my social media cloud on. I'm just going to start lying about most things. I'm telling you now. Um, I was super nervous, but then I kind of was not. And I went on stage and told everybody that I have no idea um, what's going to happen. That's kind of yeah. going on. And um, yeah, it was fun. I, I told the, the sound kid, uh, I'm going to do 45 minutes. And I think it was on for like an hour or something. Yeah. I'm yeah. Guy. Yeah. I told uh, him, I said, look, cause I, I'm, I don't know. I haven't done it in a minute. So light me at 40, four zero. Yeah. So I know I can do five more and I can legally get out of here and no, no one can be mad at me. Yeah. But then that happens and you're like, holy crap, he just lit me. And it feels like I've only been up here 30 minutes and I, I end up doing an hour or longer and I can't, I cannot not do that. Yeah. I like to hear that I'm only doing league minimum time wise. And then I always go over a yeah. If you tell me to do an hour. I'm like, Oh, I don't feel like I don't have my, but it never, it never happened. When I was there, uh, they were telling me. Um, Wait, tell me again where you were this past weekend. Where were you? I was in Kansas City. You know, Kansas Denver, City, like the Improv. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that the one that has the video arcade game attached? Yeah, the first, yeah, the first one. So Toledo Funny Bone has the arcades, but it's all the same owner. That was the first place, and it was crazy jammed. I don't know what the laws in Kansas City are. And I'm still, I'm in Michigan where you still can't eat indoors. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. So we're going on a full year. That's why people are like, we're on a, almost not a, yeah. So you still can't eat indoors till February 3rd. So when I was at that place, being in the room with the, the sold out thing and then looking into the arcade, dude, the arcade, there wasn't a seat open. It was wow. so, the bar was so busy. And, I, I kind of peeked in because I had my mask on except for when I went on stage. So I kind of like, I looked like that and it was jammed. And I asked the guy who owns it, you know, how busy have you guys been? He's like, we got to turn people away. <laughs> Crazy. With COVID, like playing arcade games, grabbing the knob is the last thing that I would do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think it's just people are fatigued. They're ready to, they're like, look, already it's, it's only killing 1% of everybody. So we're going to risk it. I'm tired of being cooped up. I think that's what's going on. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Then that gets scary. I know people like it. Yeah. I don't want it, you know, um, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, well, you know, I, one of my first jokes out the gate is I tell them I already had it, which is true. I had it. I had COVID in July. So I one, one like asshole lady at the show, which is exhausting. Cause everyone's been cooped up for so long. And then you get on stage all excited about doing comedy. And then there's drunken McDrunk drunk. Oh, what happened? I think, but but I think it's because uh, people when they go out to bars now have to hate, hate the bar because your tolerances jump so much. People at home when they make Tito's and soda are probably been doing a seven second count, like <laughs> chug one, yeah, two, yeah. chug three, chug four, chug, and then club soda. When you go to a bar. And you ask for a club soda, they're like, bang, you know, it's a two mm-hmm. second four, right? If you're yeah. it's like a one, two. Um, yeah. So I don't know. People are like going to bars, not getting drunk now, but there was one, I had one drunky McDrunk drunk. Russia's shows were amazing. And one guy that was trying to start trouble, like walk. So there's no front, there's no front row. 
right? Everyone's social distance. And then yeah. there things, a guy walked right in front of the stage, right? You had all this space. You could go <laughs> in the back of the room, walk slow in front of the stage, had a sweatshirt that was all camo. And you, you, know, you could just tell by his hat, you could just tell. And, and he's walking and he was looking at me smiling. Uh-huh. And then I had a moment where I'm like, Okay, he's gonna he's gonna come he's gonna come on stage, you know I mean? <laughs> dude. You had all the room, mm-hmm. all this room. You didn't need to be that close to the stage. Yeah. So he walk he was walking right there, and I, I look and there's no there's no like security or, or what you know what I mean. Um. So I'm looking I'm like that I, if if he if if I see his feet move on stage, I'm I, I'm I'm gonna I'm not even gonna get, we're fighting. Yeah, you're gonna drop so, him. I go, I go, you realize, and you, you know, it's my act is so not political. And I even lo- would look at the crowd and go, there, the whole world is, is, there's a lot of fuckery going on in the world right now. We're going to escape it for 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talking about nothing that means anything to anybody. Some of us need just a pause, even if it's 45 seconds yeah. or 45 minutes. And the, and the crowd actually ap- applauded. I'm like, so, okay, well, but he, this guy, you knew it was trouble. And uh, I go, listen, this doesn't count for storming the Capitol. You realize that, right? <laughs> right. I go, so grab your little Cabela Bass Pro Shop militia and, and get. Um, get, get. That's why I said that. Get. But, you know, you look like just a country, like, you know, right. you just wanted a, and he said something kind of shit, but then he went to the bathroom and then he came back. You know, it was just one of those things. He did it three or four times. So well, do you think he was doing it on purpose because he was getting attention? Was he trying to be an a hole? Was he just he was trying to be? And then, um, a, one time I said, just ignore him. And then you told the crowd to ignore him. Yeah, and then yeah, I yeah. talking, and then uh, the, yeah, you could tell he could he didn't know what to do. And then one dude was like, "Fuck that guy!" And then I thought it was you know just gonna get shitty. Yeah, uh, nobody, you know, it's it's I don't know. Hopefully that's not the world we're living in, but. Um, they have any so they did do the social distance with tables they had them spread out and they had a big old uh empty section in the front like six feet from the six feet from the stage maybe did they have any kind of tape on stage for the comedians oh like when i was at the comedy castle here um well that i just had that that just they have that at liberty township well yeah because that that happened in michigan but the the funny bones i know we're all talking uh whatever make sausagey Funny Bone stages at, at a Funny Bone comedy club, if you live in that area and you go to one, are one, some of the smallest stages you can be standing on. It's physically three feet out to it's the, like if you you do like an improv, you have a little bit of room to pace. But a Funny Bone for right. and I've never thought of that. You're right. Like, Here's a card table. Stand on that and not have any room. Um so right. yeah, so there's that. I don't know even know how you would tape off uh, a funny bone stage because there's not even six. The, the stage itself isn't six foot. It was fun though because everyone like I I brought it up. There was the tape right there. Yeah, but I was making a, a stupid joke about the you know it's a thin blue line between me and COVID right here. It's a physically it's blue tape. Yeah, you know, so it was literally a thin blue line, and um, so that was fun. I had I had some people get up and walk uh, to the bathroom during my set a couple times, which I always love because it adds, it kind of forces me to do a little improv. And so, and I haven't done, you know, off the cuff sort of improv crowd work stuff in a minute. That's like the last thing to come back. I think what comes back first is like, Oh, I remember that bit. 
And then yeah. the next thing, do I still have this skill to go do some crowd work? And and I did, and I was very, very happy about it. But I didn't have any guys walk right in front like what you did. That's what I'm noticing. What a big difference is again being in Michigan. I, I have a joke about homeschooling now and whatever. Um, I looked at them. I'm like, you know, are your kids learning from home? And they all shook their heads. Like, what are you talking about? Like your kids have been at school and they're like, yeah, for a year. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like Michigan still, your kid has, there's one room, like your kid has to figure it out himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, some kids are going to, uh, in North Carolina, they're doing, you know, like you can go like every other day or something like that in small classrooms. But I, I mean, I don't, you know, it's all over the map right now. Um, so guess what? Guess whose birthday it is. Oh, hang on! Don't 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 tell me. You hear this? I'm doing this so YouTube doesn't flag us. Oh, oh, I, it's Lily Lily Tomlin. Wait, no. Um, uh, um, um, what's his name? Harvey, um, Dabney Coleman. This song's so great. I feel like everybody. Eight twenty twenty after eight seventy three degrees. Here's Dolly. That's a great song. Um, it's Dolly Parton's birthday. Yeah. Huh? Um, how you not in a good th- 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 this song like reminds me and, and if we talk over songs uh youtube doesn't flag us right up. we should be okay as long as we're sort of talking, talking yeah. And, yeah these songs just remind me of like you know your parents having a party or being in the cars with your parents yeah <laughs> you don't have control of the radio back in the days where you had to listen to whatever your mom or dad listened to yeah ipad it or go off on, on your own yeah um, yeah. You know what's funny is like when you think of nine to five, I mean, I know everyone thinks of Kenny and Dolly, but you mostly think of Dolly because Dolly's voice is so powerful. But Kenny Kenny does a good job in this song. Like just staying with her and, and when it's his solo part, it sounds great, you know. Islands in the street. That is what we are. This was like my first girlfriend, you know, back when they used to call it let, we're going together. Oh, you know. Right. So who you going with? Um wanna go with I was going with her for like I went with her like for a week or so, bro. Yeah. You go with you going with uh, uh Jody? That was my actually it's funny, like my my girlfriend slash fiance, uh her name is Jody. Uh, but also the first girlfriend I had was named her name was Jody as well. And our song was Islands in the Stream. I know you're freaking out. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, what? Wait, stop. <laughs> Collaborate and listen. Um what? What'd I say? <laughs> wait, say that in, wait. Do, do mm-hmm. we say hold on? I was checking to see if you're listening to me. <laughs> say what you say what you just said. I said my my very first girlfriend's name was Jody, and my current girlfriend slash fiance's name is Jody as well. So it's weird. I had both of them are Jodies, right? Huh? Wait, when when did you? What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. So my brother got married, right? Okay. And his was sort of like this is his third marriage. And it's his wife's second marriage. So they didn't want to make a big deal about it. They went down to Myrtle Beach, did it at this place called uh, 
chapel by the sea. It was just like, I don't know, maybe eight to 10 people were there. It was just sort of a, you know, small gathering, but me and Jody went and we started talking about, well, let's take a picture. We took a picture of us in the gazebo and looking out as if we were just announced, you know, and and I said on the caption, I wrote, say hello to the new Mr. and Mrs. Reap. And I posted our picture. Now, it's not us that got married, but my brother's last name is Reap. So he is and his wife are the new Mr. and Mrs. Reap. I just confused the crap out of people on purpose. And then we started joking. Well, maybe we should, huh? And then uh, so we set a date and it's uh, 2024. <laughs> Once her daughter is out of high school. So it's four years from now. So you, did you get her a promise? I'm trying to process so much stuff right now. Do you get like a promise ring? No, there's no ring. We just we just talked about it and put it in our calendars. So now I always say it. I always just say girlfriend slash fiance. I just that's something I say. But you're also engaged. But yeah, I guess. I mean, we're not. That, I didn't get on a knee. I don't have a ring. All we did was put it in our calendars and say, okay, let's pick this date in 2024. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I guess technically, I am engaged, right? Um. <laughs> <laughs> but you never asked though well we just talked about it and we said well maybe uh, i don't remember how it came up you but because if you're like you know what let's just pencil in getting married that's not really asking uh you know yeah. like well, no i mean look when we, when i do it it's i'm gonna do it right but we we did a, agree on a date and it's after her daughter is 18 her daughter just turned 15 and she just got her learner's permit. So it's like after that sometime, you know, so all we did was put it in the calendar. So I, when I do it, I'll do it right. Cause I know she's probably watching. Hey, Jody, I love you. Islands in the stream. Not the old Jody, the new Jody. I love the new Jody. I don't know what happened to the old Jody. You know, saying I, I want to world. We need to find a singing coach. Um, I, I want to do a duet on karaoke. I used to do one with, with my buddy Mark a um, hundred years ago at Dimples in Burbank. Oh, go- God, yes. Dimp- Dimples, like, I sang on stage with Britney Spears, Keith Urban, um, so many. Dimples was, if those of you, uh, there was this karaoke bar in Los Angeles that was every singer, like crazy famous person would show up on a, a yeah. random Friday or Saturday night. It was the dumpiest place ever, but one of the, cre- it, was yeah. su- it was just such a cool m- moment in time. But, um, but yeah, but I, I who, who, who did you sing with? Uh, Britney Spears, uh, sang with me once I forgot. And then, um, Keith Urban sang his own song, whatever <laughs> it was Keith Urban's first song, like whatever Keith Urban's first I, uh, I I don't know. Uh, but wait a second. This is awesome. You sang with Britney Spears. Now I've been a, I've been to Dimples many times. I love Dimples. People would yeah. pop in there randomly, but I don't have a Britney Spears story. What did what song did I, you sing? I have a Keith a Kiefer Sutherland story there. I have uh, just a lot. Like I'd always I was there a lot though. I lived like a block away. Um. Keith Urban sang his whatever song was like his first hit or going to be his hit. 
Some about uh, a car and driving. I don't know if somebody can look. I don't. Um, yeah, uh, we're since we're going live on Facebook, let's do some shout outs. Hey, Samantha, Stacy, Serena, Letha, Joe, William. If you guys know what Keith Urban's first hit was, go ahead and uh, type it in there in the comments section. We see you. We've just been talking to each other. Um, um so uh, yeah, he sang it, and I I kind of recognized the song, but nobody at Dimples like looked up and went, "Oh, it's Keith Urban singing," because nobody knew who he was back then. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Um, but what about Britney? What song did you sing with her? Do you remember that? I want to say I think it was "Video Killed the Radio Star." Oh, wow. Yeah, because I because I can't sing, so I would do the. You all know and then she would literally go the oh oh right, right. um love somebody like you Something that like must that. be the Keith Urban song love somebody like you okay uh but thank it, you Michael Evan Sullivan it, it's funny when uh Keith Urban was singing um it reminded me when I did radio in Detroit in the early 90s there was this band uh i'll try to pull it up so you you guys can hear uh blessed union of souls do, do you know who uh, that i've is? heard of that yeah i've heard i remember that name i don't know what uh, so they came and did our radio station like a lot they would always have to perform at our uh jingle ball or um you know uh whatever radio stations make make uh those bands play um right we went to Windsor, Canada, uh, right after one of our show or one of their shows. So the lead singer was with us. We went to a karaoke bar and I just being a young, like dumbass, signed him up to sing. Yeah. Song. Oh, okay. It would be funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to uh, pull it up, everybody. Um, so we got on stage. Remember this song? I'm gonna talk over it, everybody. Right. Hold on, it's 829, 29 after eight. Gonna be right around 83 degrees today. Who's blessed in your souls? Oh, by the way, you nailed that post. You thank you. <laughs> Won't you let me sing the same? You know, do you know the song? Not yet. I mean, I, I know the name of the band, but I don't know the song yet. They have probably seven top ten hits, yeah. and no one knows who they are. But you would know ev- almost every every song. It's like um, a nineties nineties band, right? Hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I thought the thing it's going to come up here. So he gets on and he sings and kills it. Right. Right. I might even been in the back singing this part. Hmm. I don't know if I know that one, dude. Um, I don't know that one, but I know the name of that band. So what? You you had to follow him singing karaoke. Oh, I know that song. Yeah. <laughs> so he sings it. He gets done, and then the the karaoke guy running it said, "You sound just like that guy." You you sound just like the lead singer, um, and the lead singer of Bless Union won won the fifty dollar um, karaoke contest that night. Why, why <laughs> <were you there? laughs> 
So then I wanted to pitch it. Keep in mind, this is a hundred years ago. I wanted to pitch that as a TV show where mm-hmm. singers went and um, sang karaoke, but yeah. you didn't know that it was them. And uh, we had one meeting at like Sony or something. And everyone's like, nah, no one's ever going to do it. Or that's a dumb idea. And then a couple years later, they had one. Uh, yeah. They had one with like, Jew- like all these people. Jewel. Yeah. I remember yeah. I've seen it. But uh, Yeah. I, 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 I don't know if I have tape, but anyway, I forgot what I was going to say. There was a well, long for me just uh, forgetting. No, no, no. Uh, I have questions. Parton, my, my first, I'm going to talk about me for a second. So my first tonight show. Bam. Dolly Parton was the other guest. Wait, did I know that? Oh, the first tonight show. Yeah. First tonight show. Dolly Parton was the guest. What? That wasn't the one where you forgot your shoes. Is it? Nope. That was with, um, because you showed me a picture and I don't think it was Dolly Parton. It was somebody else. It, that was with, uh, who's, uh, Pam, uh that Pamela Anderson. I don't oh, right. I did tonight show with Dolly Parton, Pamela Anderson, Tyra Banks, and somebody else. Like it was the legends, man. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, you want to hear, uh, Dublin story, Dublin's yeah. I'm sorry, Dimples, Dimples yeah, yeah. Dublin's also an amazing place yeah, yeah. in in uh, Los Angeles. No longer there, but uh, when I was previously okay, so I've been married once, right? Yeah. But I've been engaged now. If you count this one with Jody, I'll, this will be the third time I've been engaged. Okay. Um, because before I got married, when I first moved to Los Angeles, I was. Uh, with a girl named Sherry and we were at dimples and we were living together and she had a dude come visit uh, from South Carolina that just wanted to come to LA and we let him stay with us. And he is just soaking all up the LA atmosphere. He's loving it. He's got a little camcorder and he's recording everything. I'm talking one of the biggest fights I've ever gotten in was at Dimples. And that's what this story is is about. Um, So she is recording. I mean, sorry, her friend, her male friend recording all of his stuff at Dimples. She goes up there to sing a song. I'm sitting with him. I don't know this guy, but I'm getting along with him just fine. And we're at a booth. And as we're sitting there, two girls get in the booth with us because Mm -hmm. they see the camera and they think, what well, this must be a TV show or something. I don't know. So they start talking to us. Right. And I'm sort of like, I'm not being an a-hole because I don't know. I think this guy's single. So I'm just like kind of like being nice and answering questions all the while trying to watch, you know, uh, my girl at the time do karaoke and pay her attention as well. Yeah. But I could see like she's like, what is going on? She's getting really mad. And she comes over. And starts yelling at me, just starts cussing because she thinks I'm hitting on these girls. I'm like, I didn't do anything. They sat down next to me and started talking to your friend. And we got into a huge argument and it, it started in the booth and then it went to the bar. Like I was going to pay the tab. She followed to the bar, yelling at me more at the bar. I'm still telling her to shut up, whatever I'm leaving. I said, I'm out of here. I'm gone. And I go outside. She follows me outside. I was like, you could just get your own ride home. And I get in my car. I had a Suzuki sidekick. I'm trying to leave. She jumps in front of the car. And in the middle of the road, in front of Dimples, stops my car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I get out. I start. We start yelling at each other some more. And she punches me in the throat. <laughs> and I had never been punched in the throat before. 
And I just immediately just, I saw red and your instinct is to do something. And I, I was just like, Ugh! but you know how it dimples uh, when you do karaoke, they give you cassette tapes of your performance. I have so many of them. I found them in my basement, dude. I have so <laughs> many. I, I have a shoebox full of cassette tapes from, from dimples. From dimples. So I had these cassette tapes in my hand. After she punched me in the throat, I had these cassette tapes. I said, well, screw you. And I just I threw them on the ground like that. And those cassette tapes busted up and like that. I said, get in the car. And she got in the car. And we left that guy there. And uh, do, do you have any? We broke up not long after that. Do, do you do you have any of those cassette tapes still, like in a box? No, I doubt it. I doubt I have any of those. I just bought a record player, CD player, cassette player, and then USB. I can transfer cassettes now. I have oh, a box full. Nice. So maybe for the next podcast, I will. I will transfer. I uh, do have things on cassette that I would like transferred but it's not of my karaoke yeah if you send them um yeah the, I, the only the, i almost got in a bar fight there it was that it, it was an easy place to get in fights because it was so small yeah and small, it, people it, got extra drunk and rowdy and there were always big groups of people and you couldn't move and the bouncer was always like keep walking but but it was super small it wasn't a big place um i get done with this guy uh this guy uh mark austin Who's an animator? Play. He was in Boba Fett in in the Star Wars movies. He's he's from England, so he get on stage. Uh, and he, he could kill a George Michael song. Like, Ooh. he sounded exactly. And I wish, um, uh, maybe for the next podcast, I'll try it. I haven't talked to him in twenty years. Um, we had a little falling out, but maybe I'll try to rekindle that to get him on. Um. He, if you got on stage with him, especially during Christmas, and you, we would sing last Christmas, mm-hmm. I would kind of not even sing. And he would, I swear, you thought you were listening to the radio. Wow. There's no way you didn't think if your eyes were closed, you weren't listening to George Michael. Well, then so this guy can really sing. If he sounds like George Michael, he can actually sing because that George Michael is one of the best singers ever. Ever. Literally, yeah. George Michael's yeah. one of the best. I, it's, you know, how, right. how I am with, with Sade. Yeah. I'll just, Every night I watch Sade video. George Michael is right, but like right behind. I equally, yeah, have some of the greatest music videos, right? Uh, Fast right. Love. Uh, they, they, I, mean, I could go on all like visually. You're like, well, what about Jadabug? Right. You always think of that. Jadabug. But the, the visual on, um, uh, all of his stuff is amazing. So yeah, hang on one second, John. I want you to finish this story about your buddy, but I, I, have, to, I have to acknowledge something. Okay. I, in my act now, I do a bit about karaoke and I talk about singing George Michael's father figure, um, how I will choose that song on purpose just right. for the last line at the very end of the song. And it comes out of nowhere where he just goes, I'll be your daddy. Oh, <laughs> till the end of time. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, George Michael Fire. <laughs> but I sing that song. I sing that song on stage. And I stop. My joke is that I will make eye contact with one table and I never stop looking at the table. When I scream, I'll be your daddy. And I just look at him real creepy. I'm not only going to be your daddy. I'm going to be your daddy till the end of time. 
<laughs> and, oh, and it's no, very no, creepy. No, no, no. Mm. So wait a second. Oh, wait, I, I like that. Yeah. Wait, wait, let's try that again. Is uh, I'm not looking at her feet so much. Um, but, no, you ain't. We gotta find the ending. Wait, to you want me to do the "I'll be your daddy" part, and you take it from there? Hold on, is there? Uh, wish, we need a guy that can pull stuff. Like, hold on, dude. Hold what are you on. trying to find? I mean, I'm gonna. I, I want to play the end of that song. You have, yeah, because you, you have to get to the very end of it. It's yeah. Very, that's right. So, um, it, read some of the comments or something. Oh, oh Justin Hensy, didn't he pass away? He did pass away on Christmas. Christmas of last um, Christmas Eve, he passed away like two or three years ago. And then they were playing that song last Christmas a lot, which um, they should. Okay. Here he comes, right there. Rewind it. Go back 30 seconds. I don't. How? I don't know. I don't know what you're after using. I'm using my phone. Here. Oh, yeah, George Wickley, 40 after eight. Oh, it's going to be hot one. I don't know why I do that. <laughs> um, so your buddy, in the Mandalorian, can do a good uh, George Michael. I'm sure he could do father figure. Kill. He would kill uh, father figure. Kill, like, like he, but but he sound, he's from England. So, right, so he has the accent, too. He's a great singer and has the accent. So if you're like an American girl and you hear that, it's just going to. Do you know how, like, like yes, they, like, here from Australia, the girls are like, oh my god, oh my god, for god. dumb accents, oh, yeah. I'm so, um, but yeah, so we wow. got off father figure, and somebody said something to me, like, uh, good, good song, something derogatory. I'm like, really, like, father figure is the thing that's gonna, yeah. Some people are, I don't know, uh, I don't, what would you call it? maybe. A, homophobic or something like they're afraid to like George Michael because maybe he, you know, cause he was gay and was did some crazy stuff <laughs> in the, you know, public. Yeah. I'll defend George Michael. He yeah. Did. But I love, but I love George. I love Prince. Like I, I even say on stage that I love Prince and uh, I was like stripping one day in the, my mirror and my, I was like looking at myself, taking my clothes off, singing when doves cry. Right. And then my dad caught me because he happened to be hiding in my closet. He was just going to try and scare me. He didn't know I was going to start stripping. He was just going to try and scare me when I went in there. But I sang the whole song when Doves cried to myself. I mean, I saw Purple Rain in the theater when it came out. Um, so I've, I've loved Prince and I love George Michael, but it sounds weird coming from me. People come see the, you know, the redneck from Hickory. He's up there talking about <laughs> how he loves Prince and, and George Michael, which you know, is why I came up with country-ish. You know the George Michael story, by the way. Um, what, what happened? So he went. Which he, part? What, what time? When when he got well, the the one thing that everybody thinks of him. He went to the restroom. There's like a public. There's a park right in Beverly Hills, in like a super crazy rich, nice area. Yeah, and that's kind of where dudes. You know, that's how you slid in the people's DMs back then. <laughs> is you met at a stall. You know, so right, it, yeah. so he uh he went and there was a cop and the cop was like, "What's up, man? What's in?" And the cop literally, it was entrapment. It's all if you hear the story, 
if you're a little jazzed up and yeah. somebody's being flirty with, with you and you're in a stall in the middle of nowhere and you went there to find what somebody's offering you and that person, yeah. Oh, so he got, he got tricked, huh? He got. Yeah. He- and then, then like the SWAT and everything kind of, I don't know. Why are they picking on him? Should just I, leave him alone. I don't know. And then, it, but then he also had like a big like drug problem too. Like he was all about like he he did some heavy drugs like crack. I think he did some crack. You know, that's heavy. That's a heavy one. Yeah, uh, a little. <laughs> anyway, uh, I love me some uh, both George Michael and Prince. Hey, I got these eighties uh, yeah. ninety trivia cards. If you want to try and play anything, John sure, Heffern. Sure. Okay. All right. So I'm going to pick one at random. This this podcast is uh, all about 80s, 90s, and whatever gets in there, our comedians' heads. You know what I mean? You, you want music? Here. You want to do some music? I have a no, since you're um, yeah. energy level up. One, two, is, uh, hold on. What is this one? Hold on, everybody. Right. No, it's this method, is- entrapment. Exactly. What's this one? That sounds good. Letha loves trivia. This is... Uh, on this card, there's one, two, three, four, five categories, John. Okay. And I will let you pick the category. And let's see if you can get it right before before someone types it in the comment section. Can you beat John Heffron at 80s, 90s trivia? You can okay, how do I chime in? You just, as soon as you know it, you just answer. I want to see if you can answer before they have time to type it in. Okay. No, but, but how about this? Count to three. Like if you know it, count to three, then answer. Okay. No, if you don't nobody, know it, nobody you got three it seconds to figure it out or until they figure it out. Okay. Now, do you want film, music, television, sports? Let's or go like, Huh? Let's go music. Music. All right. Here we go. Okay. This is uh, pretty, pretty easy. Okay. What country music superstar broke both guitars and sales records throughout the 90s. One. Garth Brooks. That is correct. Thank you. Also, Garth Brooks playing at the inauguration on Wednesday. Oh, is he really? Do you want to get you? What song do you think Garth Brooks would play? We Shall Be Free? We Shall Be Oh, I don't know what song Garth Brooks is going to play. Maybe maybe Justin Gaines. Uh, um, Chris Gaines will show up, too. <laughs> um, okay, let's, let's keep banging out there. All right, so but yeah, so Letha, Michael, maybe John, maybe count to ten. Ten? Uh, no, count to five. Okay, count to five. Let's give people time to see if they can figure it out. All right, I'm going to move on to another category. This is the movie category. Oh, let's stay in music. I'm going to finish this card out. There's five questions. Oh, oh I card. see. Okay, I'm sorry. So, this is movie. Okay. This might be a little bit more harder for you. I don't know. Okay. What is the name? Oh, you'll get this. What is the name of the character played by John Travolta in Pulp Fiction? There's multiple choice, but I don't see if you know it right off the top of your head. First and last name. Five, four, three. Um, No, go ahead. Two. One. Now you may answer. I'm just going to see if anybody else can pop in here. I don't, I don't know. Oh, Gregory Pfeiffer beat you, Vincent Vega. Vincent Vega. Vincent okay. Vega. Vincent Vega. <laughs> I mean, he loved, he loved Elvis. All right. Um, 
Let's okay. move on. Let's go to television now. Okay. I don't think I would not know this one. So I'll be impressed if you do. Okay. What animated kid Garth Brooks at eight at eight forty six? He came in quicker than me. All right, so keep going, John. Actually, you might know this one because you you're you know I think you like cartoons. Do you like cartoons? Um, what animated kids show featured the Hello Nurse? I would not know this one. Uh, okay, so when you start the clock after you ask me, um, hello. All right. Yeah, so I, I'm not. A, I might not even be being say, saying it right because I have no idea. All right, so what, what the hello nurse? How you're supposed to say it? But how it's are you typing though. We have to figure out. You say the you say the question and then up for three seconds. So, right. So, do you know it? I, I'm gonna say I think it was Pinky in the Brain. Yeah, Samantha Don Kingston beat you to it. Well, and, and a maniacs. Oh yes, which is new. Yeah, well, it is eighties and nineties. Okay, but so, I I would not would have I would not have got that. I have no idea. Okay, next one. All right, sports. No, I'm already out. Okay, go what? On. What NFL team? Well, you should know this. What NFL team reemerged in the nineties after a fourteen year drought to win three Super Bowls in four years? In the nineties. That would be this is easy. Wait, count count Detroit Drive. Say that again. The Detroit Drive. Wow, that should be the name of something. It, it was. It was the uh back in the night, the arena football. Or, oh really? Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Shane Flint, incorrect. You're saying 49ers. They were big in the late 80s. Samantha Don Kingston's correct. Dallas Cowboys. Okay, nice. Yeah, all right. So they beat the Bills three times. No, no, one of those times. Let's do speed. Let's let's do speed stuff. Let's uh last one on this card. What e-commerce site was founded in 1995 by Perry Omdiar? <laughs> Perry Omidyar? I have no idea. What e-commerce site was founded in 1995? By some name that neither one of us have heard of. Um, nineteen ninety five. You can't go like Netscape or the e commerce site. That means you bought uh, the travel one with the sock. What, what was that one? Oh, I remember that one. What was that? Uh, that they um, I, I I don't know. Shane Shane Flint got it. Yeah, we can't have this. Yeah, we can't have Monopoly. Uh, Shane, what did you? E eBay. Oh, all right. Just eBay. Do, let's do more music ones. All right, I'll give you the music one. Um, do you, by the way, you have this game as well, don't you? I'm going to hit it so we can play together next time. You'll have it. Okay. Music. <clears throat> what English singer was named after the Queen of Carthage? English singer? Mm-hmm. What English singer was named after the Queen of Carthage? Um, do you want a hint? I don't even know it. Well, and the people are going to beat me to it. They sure did. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's four letters, and the letter D is in there twice, separated by an I. And it ends with an O. Dido. Um, I don't know what song. What song is? No, that's the lady who's 
the name of the lady, the singer was Dido. I forgot what she sang though. Misty Rock said Ozzy. <laughs> That's good. Right. You want another music one, buddy? Yeah, yeah, let's let's bang out. Let's try to good do job, Letha and Miss Misty. I'm sorry, John. I talked to you. Say again. Uh, let's just let's do like three music ones uh, back to back. You'll get this. Yeah. What musician had hit, had hits with Studio in the Air Tonight and Invisible so, Touch? Yes. Um, what, By the way, listen to uh, Phil Collins or Genesis "Land of Confusion." Listen to the words of that song, and tell me it wasn't written. This is that is that it? Yeah, you got to listen to the word like the words of it, and it's okay. about generation is going to be because the 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 political thing of the older generation, and they, it's a, it's literally could have been from this morning. What is it called again? The name of it? Land of Confusion. Okay, I want to listen to the that one that they did with the puppets. Remember that? Yes, we had Ronald Reagan and Go- I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that was a thing for a minute. That actual style of puppet was big for about five years. It yeah. randomly popped up on different things, not just that video, but like weird, like you know, game shows or other stupid. Like, I just remember seeing that style of puppet a bunch of times. Gotcha. Okay. Um, what British rock band had hits with Turbo Lover? And you've got British another British thing coming. Judas Priest. Correct. Good job. I would. Turbo I Lover. Do you ever play that video game that that song was on? It was on. Um, uh, t- the PlayStation when PlayStation came out, it was a racing game, and and that was on there. Did you? Were you? Did you play video games like in the? Even, yeah, yeah, totally. But uh, it was on. I don't know if I remember that one though. Right. But I remember. Uh, what was that first pole position? It was one of the first ones I played. Yeah. All right. Oh, sorry. I'm just now looking in the private chat. All right, here we go. Um, when Cheers? <laughs> nope. Sorry music what name okay let me do that again by what name was norman cook better known in the 90s oh this will be good you won't get this i got you got it no no uh, say it again okay in the 90s there was a popular singer by a different name but his real name was norman cook what did he go by what was his Stage name or whatever, it's fake name. Uh, I, I, it's not Moby. That's a good guess, though. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, I'll give you a hint. Okay, it's two words, and both words mean the opposite of each other, and it has to do with. Your weight, your weight. I just saw it in the chats. That's why I need to switch. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Fat boy slim. I don't know that much. Nineties, nineties. Uh, like, I guess it was, if it was eighties music, I would crush it. But nineties, nineties music is kind of all over the place. It really is. It's yeah. not really defined by anything other than maybe, maybe some boy bands and grunge is what nineties. When you think of nineties, you think of boy bands and grunge. And then really awesomely crappy dance music though in the 90s is when everyone was kind of doing ecstasy going to clubs and it was all that calling mr raider calling <laughs> you know that song like i want uh, i hate that I song you know it was all yeah or was that 2000s that might be 2000s i don't know but i think you're right no i think it yeah 
The reason why I know that song is because there's a guy that I went to high school with that kind of got picked on a little bit, not a whole lot, but his name was David Bain. Mm-hmm. And every time that song would play, we would some, somehow crowbar his name in that song because it was like an annoying song and he was kind of an annoying person. So it's like, call him David Bain. You called him Mr. Wrong. His name yeah. is David Bain, right? That was something we made up. So we all, we always did. There's a part of that song. <laughs> like, um, oh, oh, yeah. I want to be a man. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to be your lover. Oh, oh yeah. I want to be your lover. Yeah. We'd always go for some reason. Everyone always go, oh, yeah. I want to be Mike Vernon. He was, he played, he was goalie for the Detroit Red, Wing, uh, Red Wings then. So for some reason, I can't, every time I hear that song, wow. I can't, I always think of that. That's hilarious. I didn't know. But how, what are the odds that both of us have a weird name that we've crowbarred into that same song? I like, I, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I want to make of that. Let's see if you can get this one right. Whose acclaimed first solo release was Wuha, got you all to check. This is a nineties. I don't know. Um, oh, I got you all to check. Don't know. Don't know. Let's see if the crowd knows. I wonder if Misty Rock knows or Brian Shepard or Samantha or Justin or Letha. Making me want to roller skate backwards with those tunes. That's right, Brian Shepard. I was I could never roller skate backwards, and I was envious of those people who could. But when it came down to the couple skate. If some girl asked me to skate with her, I was just like, well, I mean, you're skating backwards over holding hands because I can't skate backwards. I watched on TikTok. Uh, there's a, uh, a bunch of TikTokers, I guess, on roller skates doing really cool 70s type. You know, they're they're skating with each other. Ray Lou got it right. Uh, who was it? Busta uh, Rhymes. Uh, when was the last time you were on skates, roller skates? Gosh, me? Mm-hmm. It's been a minute. Uh, I don't know. Probably over 15, 15 years. It kind of seems like if you were to call a roller rink now, you know, especially during COVID, although in Michigan, I think they're open. Um, you could, right, you could probably rent a whole hour or so and just be by yourself. Like I would do that. I would rent an hour, like two hours, get the DJ guys, got to play and invite. Five, your own bubble, yeah, and friends, and that way nobody sees you eat it, <laughs> you know, well, like, except for your friends that you invite. But I know what you're saying, yes, yeah. Then that way you can roller skate, do all the stuff, try to do that leg cross thing. Um, oh and, god, those dudes, yeah, but um, but yeah, when was the last time you were on skis? Skis, mm-hmm. now I, I would go skiing over roller skating, and I could ski, I was a good skier. I used to go wow. skiing all the time, but it's been a minute too. Probably, um, see, she's about two thousand. So that would have been over ten years ago. Snowboard? Never snowboarded in my life, but I would try it. I would, I'd be afraid that I'd waste my whole day trying to learn snowboarding and not enjoy the day. And can you learn snowboarding at our um, age? I just don't know if I'm flexible. Or I think I'm too not brittle. I just think that if, if I don't know, recovery would be tough. I think, yeah, like surfing. Would you try? Uh, what about surfing? I've done some surfing. Um, 
it once when I moved to LA, almost drowned and never did it again. <laughs> it's not easy, man. I mean, I got up the first time and then after that I couldn't get up on the board for another 30 minutes. And then when yeah. you got up there, it's over. It's like under tiny waves that I was doing. So it's not real. I did it I once or twice it over. And then I was trapped in the thing in the water kept coming and I was underwater. I'm like, this, so do I ever get to get up from, and then I, you know, walk to the beach as cool as I could. And then I was drowned. So I'm never, never certain. I mean, now that I've been doing DDPY, I feel like all, all those things are on the table. That's right. Michael Evans Sullivan got it. Boom. What's your hardest yoga pose? What's that? What what what's your hardest yoga pose? Well, I you know obviously I'm not doing the hardcore stuff, but the hardest one so far, and this is even the easy stuff, is the warrior pose. Right. Where I'm, I'm, I'm not flexible, and you got to look this way. But we're also doing like exercises, you know, like this. But I can't. I'm, I'm so not flexible that standing like that and then looking this way and then trying to f- do actual, you know, flexing and yeah. stuff. My shoulders won't. I can't stay up that long. Yeah, it's amazing how I, I can't read it. Um, it's amazing how the um, how unflexible. Like I, my side mirror is busted. So when I'm driving or if I'm backing out, what is that? A whole paragraph again? Yeah, here I got it though. Uh, there's a whole when I'm backing out, I can't use that. Yes. So I have to turn my body so I can look off the side as I'm backing up, and even trying to turn like this, I feel um, you know cracking. Yeah, I do. I, I have so many blind spots because I'm not flexible, and that's what I wanted to do. That's why I started doing DDPY just to be able to turn my head. And oh, well, I want to see that. Let me see this. Have you ever done blobbing? You sit on the edge of a giant underinflated raft, and then some fat guy jumps on the other end and shoots you in the air. I didn't know it was called blobbing, but I have. That's happened to me accidentally, and uh, I wasn't the fat guy. I did that. We uh, at this camp I used to go to the uh, camp grounded. Um, they uh, you would do. So we went to camp where they had that movie um, heavyweights. I think it's in North Carolina, dude. It's by um, heavyweights. The movie. Did you ever see that where all the kids have to lose weight and they go to that no. camp? No. What's the trendy part of North Carolina? Like you go right before you get into the Smoky Mountains. There's a Ash- little Asheville. So it's right in Asheville. Okay. So you fly in Asheville and it's kind of right in the Smoky Mountains before you go is where this camp was. And you go there for three days and they had that blob thing in the l- lake and oh. people climb like two stories or whatever. And then you'd be sitting there and then <laughs> land and it would like, that is some funny videos that just, if you're like on TikTok and you're just looking at videos and there's yeah. ever that one big giant and there's like one kid on the end and like eight people jump off together. I yeah. mean, it just propels the crap out. I'm going to give you another question, John. This is, you like music. How about this? Who spent 47.5 million purchasing the ATV music company, which controlled the songs of John Lennon and Paul McCartney. Michael Jackson. Yes. Wow. Michael Jackson. Wow, that was fast. And Paul McCartney actually just bought them back. Like he did. Ago. He did. He just, just bye-bye. 
I saw Shakira sold. Do you think that was a douche move on Michael Jackson's part or a smart business move? He snagged it, right? Like the story was Paul McCartney told him, hey, you should start buying music rights. And then he's like, okay. I'm going to buy your songs one day. Yeah, and, and bought it and then uh, sold it. And then, yeah, got it. Shakira sold all hers. I was going to try to find that story, but something. Uh, did you? I, I heard this story. I don't. I lost it, and I'm not going to pull up my uh, my notes because I can't read without my reading glasses. This is a random story. Just had nothing to do with anything we've talked about. Heffron and Reed. Subject change. So I guess this guy was dating this girl, and they got into a huge argument. They, they broke up, and he kept hitting her up, and she blocked him. Right, oh. so she blocked him so from all the social media, so they had no way of getting uh, back together um but she was still using his netflix account right? <laughs> right you know how when you sign on to netflix how how there'll be everybody who lives in your family everyone's like picture and their names and you go to your own profile so it was always him and her and that you know plus thing and so he could see when she would watch movies and she was just killing his netflix account mm-hmm. even though she blocked him on all social media phone and all that stuff and then, so he changed her name that was on the profile to unblock me <laughs> and started leaving her messages as profile name on Netflix. So every time she would sign on, she would see, he's like, give me another chance and just kept going. And then she posted, oh. would you give him another chance? Cause he was that creative to, uh, you know, to get to her, which is just like, to me is hilarious. That is, it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, what a, okay. You know what it reminds me of? Mm. Have you seen the movie, um, The Martian? Mm -mm. With, uh, ah, damn it. With, uh, the, I don't know. Oh, with, uh, uh, um, um, Jason Bourne. Yes. Yes. What's this? Matt Damon. Damon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I saw that where he's stuck and he's, he's alone. Yeah. And he's got to live on the and then yeah, get out. But he he learns how to communicate with them using an uh, the Deca alphabet. But he's got to point the satellite one way, and then it takes like fifteen minutes for the signal to get back, and it's just one letter at a time. But then slowly they figure out how to communicate better. But that it, it's a smart thing. Like I think she should take him back just because of the creativity of that. What if he kept changing the name every week to like seriously call me? You know, or yeah, or how about this? If you're gonna block the, is it like, don't use his Netflix account. Yeah, yeah, maybe she just didn't take the time to do it. People are lazy, but I don't think that was a douche move. I think that was a lazy move. But I, I don't know the story. Would you be able to tell? Let, let's say you had just uh, anybody. Uh, would you be able to see if they were alone or with somebody by their viewing? Well, repeat that question. Would you be able to tell if somebody was having Netflix and chill night? Or watching Netflix alone by their history. Uh, I bet I could. Right? Where are there some things that'd be more of or less of? Well, there'd be a lot of romantic comedies, right? If you were together, uh, but if you were alone, uh, there'd be a lot of murder stuff. A murder if you're a girl, right? Alone, alone. like, <laughs> and the guy would just be a lot of dumb comedies, or, a lot, or, or documentaries. <laughs> That's exactly what my uh, <laughs> random documentaries on just random random stuff that are all like have to watch that are all like ten minutes in, mm-hmm. you know, like nothing completely full 
or something. Right. I mean, that's mine. All I watch is documentaries and, and um, I'll check out new stuff that everyone's talking about. And if it's like a, I don't know, I, I'll, I'll just give up on it about 10 minutes in sometimes. So I have a lot of those. Would you continue watching? I'm like, no, get rid of that. Yeah. Yeah. I had to do that with um, Amazon prime. I had to clear my history or uh, did a, uh, you can get rid of some things on. Cause I watched, remember a couple of weeks ago, we were talking like not porn, but porn type things. There's all these movies from the eighties that were like, like yeah, the soft core. Yeah. But not even like zapped with Scott Bale meatballs. Yeah. Um, remember the, like those eighties kind of, uh, you know, teen comedies. Yep. Those all started popping up and I would just end up watching every one. Cause you're like, Oh my God, I, this movie was hilarious. Um, and, and everyone is, doesn't make the me too, uh, <laughs> filter. Like you watch any of them and go that, that, that kid in there sh- should be arrested immediately. Right. Yeah. Well, anyway, I want to ask you another question. This is fun. Okay. What album was the first commercially released CD thriller born in the USA or black in back in black? What album was the first commercially released CD thriller born in the USA or back in black first CD had to be thriller. No. Um, Look at all these people with these. Yes. Uh, it's, it's born in the USA. Really? Yeah. I would have said thriller on that too. I almost questioned this card. <laughs> Back in black, I wouldn't even put that on there. Commercial is like printed CD and then show. What album was the first commercially released CD? Yeah. And it says Born in the USA. Crazy, right? Born in the USA came out before Thriller. Okay. Well, it was on CD first. All right. Here we go. Uh, What 80s duo had to return their Grammy? Millie Vanilli. Blame it on the rain. Yeah. Blame it on the rain. Blame there's Millie Vanilli. You gotta blame it on something. Millie, uh, you gotta blame it on something. Um, they got host. You know how many people don't really sing their own like it's dude. I know. I feel bad for him now. He killed himself. Yeah, he killed himself. Yeah. That wasn't that wasn't it. I, I mean, really, the people that should be um, punished for that are the ones who came up with it, to the who conceived it. I mean, I don't think the Milli Vanilli guys came into a studio and said, we got this idea where we just lip sync stuff. And then you have studio singers like I had, someone had to have was the brains behind that. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Millie Vanilli were the faces of it, and they're the ones who got punished. The, the thing, if you look at Millie Vanilli now and you hear the song, and then you look at them, it's weird. No one made the, or maybe that's how they got busted. You make the connection where you go, that those voices, or you just know. Mm-hmm. Like now I hear the song, and then you see them, and you go, yeah, there's no way that that voice came from the, it's just. I mean, at the time, I we all believed it, though. We all. <laughs> Well believed it. it sounded legit. I mean, I, I think one guy actually was trying to be a singer. Like he actually ended up trying to put out his own records. 
Uh, I don't know if that's the one that killed himself or did he kill himself being on stage doing that? How that when they got busted, when the CD skipped. Yeah. And they, the guy kept like dancing to it or something. There's all, video of it, right? All the, yeah. All the times you've messed up on stage. You've had a moment like that. I have, um, I can, I can't think of anything. Just what do you do? I think he just ran off the stage. Yeah. He's just going. He he kind of did a thing for a minute. Like, blame it on the blame it on the blame it on the blame it on the yeah. And then he just kind of kept doing that dance. Oh, uh Michael Evan Sullivan brings up a good point. Ashley Simpson on um Saturday Night Live got busted for lip syncing. And uh same thing happened to her. Like it was a there was a malfunction and it just looked bad. I forgot how she got out of it or how she you ended know, it. You know what she did? Uh, I could be wrong. One, I don't remember Ashley Simpson's song. Um, but she did the jig. You know oh, that? You know, right, right, yeah. That little dance you do? Like, yeah. she did it after. Like, when in doubt, just... Just, just do a jig, jig, man. And started doing that. Yeah. She went off stage. It's funny because... In a weird way, isn't that the same thing that the frog did? Hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. Hello, my ragtime gal. The frog that would not sing only for the the guy who. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know what I saw? This isn't my uh, observation. It was a meme. So I don't know what my tooth is. I don't know what comic started, but they had a picture. Speaking of cartoons, they had a picture of Slowpoke from Speedy, uh, Speedy Gonzalez. And do you, do you remember that? Which one is slow? I don't remember Slowpoke. He's he had a, like a those the stick with you know all your clothes would be at the end of the stick. Um, hobo is probably not a, a, a is an offensive word now. Okay. And then he had a big sombrero, and so oh. Alice was like like uncle uncle yeah. And then he'd walk in and he's like, "Hello, my name is Gonzalez's cousin." Um, and he was somebody post like. I am. Uh, how did I not know uh, Slowpoke was high as f- like, like, yeah. like I didn't like realize <laughs> that he was just like crazy high. Just hello, my name is Speedy Gonzalez. I now that you bring that up, I do remember that. Wow, yeah. <laughs> That's like those memes are always dumb to me, and I and very rarely do do I think, but I want to share them. But that one, I'm like, yeah, that one slipped right by. Um. So Letha Page wrote something I thought was interesting. She said, you know who's legit awesome is Terrence Trent Darby. You sound on a wishing well. You can't sit and tell. Her love is had a thousand pounds of fame. That's his one. He had the, the one song. The Banabar. I mean, he didn't sing. Um, you know. Wait, who's the one that did? Uh, I we don't have to. We can dance and party all night and drink some cherry wine. Yeah. We don't have to take our clothes off to have a good time. That wasn't Terrence Trent Darby, was it? No. Okay, um, good. So the the song we just talked about is one of my. I don't know when I hear it, I'm like, oh, I can't get. But I had a song come up on a playlist that I couldn't turn off fast enough, and I don't know why it bugged me so much. I don't know why. I'm like, is this one of my most hated songs now? It just could have maybe. Um, it's that song. It's uh been around the world and I I I I'm a whole lot feeling I'm a doing you who's a 
And I don't know where he could be, my baby. But I'm gonna find him. I'm gonna find him. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I why does that bug you? I just grew into it. I for some reason. I've heard it, and I'm like. I don't know if I could hate a song more. It just clicked in <laughs> one of my, like, just a horrible, horrible song. I don't think the, the, lady, the lady who sang that, I think it was a cover because it sounds like an old and I'm bluesy. It sounds like an old bluesy jazz music that was updated for that girl, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the song. Thank you. Um, like, imagine, imagine if, like, um, I don't know. Um, Name me a, a famous BB King. If BB King sang, I've been around the world and I can't find my baby. Yeah. You know, it's more of a bluesy song about a man looking for a woman, but then she sang it and then now it turned into some poppy thing. Um, I think she does a thing in it. I don't know what, or I was in a crazy bad mood when it popped on and I was just like, I got to change my playlist. She, I think she talks in it. And for summary, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what it is. I don't know where my baby is. I don't know where I'm going to find him some way, somehow. I just got to let him know how much I care. Went around the world. I, I, I. Yeah. 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 I, I, um, I'm, I want someone to look up. Was that a cover? I don't know. What was her name? Um, someone just typed her name in. Lisa Stansfield. I want to know if someone else sang it first. Um, but here's a song that I can't stand from that era. And Letha just put Letha, Letha's killing it tonight. Buffalo stance. That I did not like that song. I didn't I think I thought it was dumb. Literally, but it uh, was huge. Oh, uh, I wish we had a way to pull up shit fast. Um, Buffalo stance. Okay, that's one of my favorite songs, dude. Oh, um, hold on. I'm trying, I'm squinting. You can uh, have Buffalo Stance. You can give me around the world. I can't find my baby, and we'll be fine. Okay, we should go. Hold on. Okay, so listen. Scratching and give me a beat. Ouch. Okay, this is the the lady who sings okay, it okay, at the end here. Right. Wait. Looking good today. And so. I thought she says, yo, I'm mean, but she doesn't. She says, yo, you know what I mean? I thought you were saying, right here. Oh, wait. No, I know exactly what the part you're talking about. No, I mean, but it's, she's doing that British thing. I thought she was saying, yo, I mean. Oh, wait, like, she's British? I think so. Wait. Oh, I didn't ever do that. I thought she was calling like an Arab dude. Like I thought, I mean, well, well, the fact that there's even a song about hanging out in a Buffalo stance, you know what a Buffalo stance is? Yeah. That's the karate. That's where you stand like this. And, and you punch this. No. Way. That's Buffalo, Buffalo stance. stance you got your legs. Uh, no, yeah. No. You're like, you're straddling a horse. No Buffalo stance is this dude. You have it all wrong. And I might just change the contents of the song. Buffalo Look, stance. I took karate. Oh, wait, that's a Buffalo stance. How is that a Buffalo stance? Buffalo stance is when you hold when you hold both of your hands right above your elbows. Like if you were in an Adidas tracksuit and you were. Yeah, you get done dancing and then you, you stand yeah. up then and you say word. And then you're holding yourself as the other person is, like you're locking your body as the other person is doing their dance move. So 
her song is you're standing there in a Buffalo stance. Like you're just standing there. Like, can I tell you what I thought a Buffalo stance was? <laughs> Watch. Yeah. This to me was a Buffalo stance. And you would go like this. Hey, your arms look good. Are you doing DTPO? I'm noticing your shoulders and your arms. Get in that Buffalo stance again. Yeah. So that was a Buffalo stance. You didn't hear me. What'd you say? I said, your arms look, your shoulders and your arms. I'm starting to notice your DM. Like you, you, you look more solid. Well, thank like, you. Look, look like you're, you're centering your body with your DDP yoga. Well, yeah, that's Buffalo. Stance. I, just do, I just hang out in a Buffalo stance and that's what yoga is, is hanging out in a Buffalo stance, but not that kind. It doesn't make sense. Buffaloes don't stand and they definitely don't cross their arms. Why is that called a Buffalo stance? I don't get it. I, I, I don't, I still don't like the song. Okay. <laughs> I do remember Samantha Fox though. Samantha, Samantha, Samantha Fox. Girls won't have some. Yeah. I'm here to party. <laughs> girls need love. No song immediately came in my head after that for some reason. It must be on a playlist. That song. Step by step. That's new kids on the block. Oh, not that. Oh, that's different. Oh, yeah. Who sang who sang that? I remember that. I don't like it. I don't like that one either. Nikita. Um yeah. You want another question? Or Alan said we did this on a, a show a while back, but I don't know if we actually I mean we've played this game before, but I don't know if Okay. These questions have been asked on the show. I don't remember Alan. So, um, who released a song entitled? Oh yeah, we did that one. Can Alan, we- hang on. I gotta get. Maybe I'll go to the bottom of the pile. That's what I'll do. All right, then you can tell me where you are, and uh, I gotta pee. So, what duo originally recorded "Under Pressure" in 1981? The duo. Duo, uh, not Quinn. Uh, duo so it wouldn't be vanilla uh under pressure under pressure um but these guys aren't known for doing stuff normally but they got together and did this um a duo but you know it's actually they're not known for being a duo they're big on their own but uh who recorded under pressure in 1981 two names that you'll know it's not hollow oats i was just gonna say hollow oats no, <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, Chase Waters is correct. It's Queen and David Bowie. He said Mercury and Bowie. I'm, I'm yeah, I was, yeah. So there you go. All right, bro. Well, uh, where are you going to be next, John? I, I mean, I talked about my next gig is going to be in Omaha, Nebraska, not this weekend, but next weekend. That'll be the uh, dates of January 28, 29, 30. But where are you going to be? Hey, let me ask you this. I had an idea for a business. Want to hear it? Of course. And then we'll wrap it up. But so I heard this song, a, a just random playlist, like 80 songs, and this came on. Do you know that, right? Mm, it sounds familiar. Um, we should play Name That Tune. This is Heaven in Your Eyes. Mm. Okay. Oh, yeah. So here, So here's my idea. Okay, it's gonna be pop up dates. So imagine if you go and there's like a little table, and it, it's and there's a little dance floor that's decked out just like prom, 
mm-hmm. and you can go have dinner there and then you can slow dance with your significant other, and we give it to it's a it, you get an hour you sit down you eat um and then wow. you can slow dance and then the deal is i want to market it to dudes because girls aren't going to get their guy to go so all guys can get their girl take them to this place and you have an hour and you thing and then the guy can look at the girl and say do you want to slow dance and, and take her and you dance on the dance floor to a slow song there's not one one i i think that would crush it i think i'm, I'm setting up a lot of dudes for a good night yes and, and you have like six or seven of those scenarios all in the same little place and you let people just i a 100 percent agree and think this is a great idea like a bar they don't do enough slow dancing anymore before COVID, even in the last 10 years when you go out to a a wedding yeah i remember in high school if you're at a at a high school dance or maybe i'm just reflecting your youth but that was that's where you get excited you knew if it was a fast song Mm -hmm. knew okay and you look at the gym you look and go who am i gonna ask to slow dance was that when that was part of becoming like in a like a, a not a grown-up but that was one of the scariest most and then when the slow dance came on right you immediately turned you like yeah i'd always just walk to the drinking fountain like i probably would have danced with some girl but i'm thirsty because i'm totally like yeah. fast. i mean that's before stand-up comedy that was the only way that i really had any attention from the ladies because i could dance Yes, and yeah, so yeah. we'd be at a club and I'd be dancing my, my tail off. And then that slow, but I knew that slow song was coming. And as I'm doing the good fast dance and I'm looking around like, all right, who, who's, who am I going to make eyes with when right. the slow song happens? Right. Brian Shepard. Will it be theme choice? Well, sure. Hey, I was just, just, just wondering, do you want to dance? I can't. I'm already going with somebody else. All right. This song. This right here. So imagine if you're eating um, and uh, you have a table and your girl doesn't know. And then this song starts playing and there's already a little dance full of balloons and you reach for her hand. You don't, Come on, fellas. Yeah. You don't literally forever. Like I got a couple scenes like that that I think like you, so you would pay. Just like you have to run an igloo where there's here in Michigan. If you want to eat, you can run an igloo for 50 bucks and bring you your food. Um, uh, we used to, uh, so then uh, I, I think you would do it. I have an idea. Like it would just like, dance and thing. And it's a, it's a date night. You're not, you're not showing up there as a single. I think that would be a thing. I have an idea for um, hoods of cars. You literally, you what? eat. Hood the car, so you eat, and then you have a hood of like an old car, like the front with the glass, and you and you sit on that, and you look up at the stars, and the stars are are fake. It's painted with lights up there, and then you can stare up at the where where where, okay where where am I? Um, you would be on a fake hood of a car or an old hood of a car, Uh, just without the car, without it's like fake. We won't. So I'm laying on a fake hood. With your girl staring up at yeah. the stars, but I'm not looking at the stars. I'm looking at what? It's gonna have to be fake because it's probably gonna be indoors. Oh, so you just put some like planetarium, like a roof or a, yeah, a planetarium. There you go. Yeah, planetarium. Well, I've planetarium the- would be a good. There need to be more planetariums. I should have figured this all out before. 
uh, Valentine's Day, which is like, oh, movie? that's the next big one. Valentine's Day. I had this other idea. Should I just give it away or should I? Yeah, Wait, hang on. Why don't you tease it for next week? Okay. Because we're we're almost at an hour 30 here, and I'm sure the Alan Jackson's ready to go home. <clears throat> the Alan Jackson, real quick, if you don't mind popping in here, I'm just curious. Is there a planetarium in Hickory, North Carolina? I don't think we have one. The uh, the science center in town has a small planetarium. Oh, good. I, they're probably yeah. not open, but if they're open, that's a good that's a good date thing. Yeah, I bet you. Like, if if somebody goes, hey, it's just us, and there's only two. Like, I don't know why they're not knocking that out hourly or half hour. Right. You know. That's a good idea. Um, Stacy thinks you're a true romantic at heart, and uh, I think you are too, John. I so many other ideas. I like the I like the slow dance one. I think it's I think it's slow a- dancing's great. Someone also said not just the hood of a car, fake truck bed. That's yeah, that would obviously, but but That's I think an option. Yeah, the mini stage with the with the table and the slow jams, and it looks like prom. Prom season technically is going to be in June. I think I can pull this together. It's like they have adult proms. They have second chance proms, but I, I think individual. Yeah, I like I'm, it. I'm gonna think about this. I, I'm down. What about a company that comes and sets it up in your backyard? I'll bring uh, my fiance Jody. I guess send when you guys sending out uh, invitation for that. Well, we gotta, we gotta get working on it. It's four years from now. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, you guys got a lot to do, so we'll let you go. Actually, uh, three years now. Yeah. Um, Thanks for listening to the show where just me and John catch up with each other. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what the show was, kind of. Was it's okay, though. I mean, I, I don't mind it being this as long as people don't mind watching it. And, you know, yeah. we're talking we're talking to people here and there. All right. Uh, Have a good time. You want, me to do, you want me to say take it out or you want to take yeah. them out? Um, yeah, you do it. All righty. Thanks for watching, everybody. Don't forget to go to our website, heffernandreap.com. If you go to heffernandreap.com, you could be a supporter of this podcast. And maybe some of these ideas that John comes up with, we can make happen for real. That one's a good one. That's a great one. So go to heffernandreap.com, become a Patreon supporter, and know that we love you. Take us out, Rick Sanford the third. You've been listening to the smooth sounds of Heffern and Reap. The show is over. But come back next week, same Reap time, same Heffern channel, for more comedy conversations, music, age church, and the life and times of the quarantine comedian. Always expect the unexpected, and who knows where the conversations will go. And as always, remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Peace. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They have run and reap.